Blog Talk Radio. junk. I had just had two children back to back. I used to not be able to get on the ground. I never, ever daily exercised. Before, if I'd get down, I'd need a chair or something to help me get back up. I was 84 pounds heavier at one time. I was always a big dude, but I couldn't move around. That all changed when they met. Diamond Dallas Page. Started doing yoga, man. I started doing a, a thing called DDP yoga. It's not your mama's yoga. WCW heavyweight champion, known for his signature move, the Diamond Cutter. Diamond Cutter! Took what he learned recovering from an injury and years in the ring and created DDP yoga. Working out combined with the eating habits, it was a huge difference. I felt so much better. It's a lot of fun for me because I never used to be able to be active. Now I'm, I'm, I'm on the floor, I'm rolling around, it's, it's pretty cool. More than important, I just want to be alive. I'm down about 110 pounds. DDP yoga can work for anyone. DDP. DDP. Radio. Five. Uh, <laughs> radio chaos here at the DDP Radio Megaplex in beautiful Raleigh, North Carolina, where I currently reside. See, I gotta explain to you. There's a minute why you. There's a reason why you heard a minute of dead air right there. I was doing a promo for the show, uh, talking about how awesome it's gonna be. And, you know, the Facebook Live videos that I was doing my promo, you can see all these comments coming up and coming up. And Roger Sassafrasapants gave me a compliment, and it <laughs> shut the entire Internet down. When, when Roger was nice to somebody, the Internet didn't know how to handle it and just died on itself. So <laughs> I apologize for that. My Wi-Fi just crashed, and then I ran out asking Katie, is the Wi-Fi down? And she's like, it's coming back up. And I'm like, oh, good. I get a pee real quick before it comes back up. So I don't know if you heard that conversation with my wife and I because I came back and realized that the, oh, we're on air and my mic is on. So I don't know how much of that you heard. But um, that's how we do things here. We're uh, DDP Radio. No matter what goes wrong, we, uh, we find a way to get here and we find a way to be on the air. And what better analogy for DDPY is there than that? You find a way, and that's what we're doing here yep. tonight. We uh, we overcame the chaos, and we're back. So I'm going to start things like from the top, like nothing ever happened, and I'm going to say, <laughs> welcome, everybody, to a brand-new episode of DDP Radio Live right here at ddpradio.com. My name is Mike Mullins, where I currently reside here at the DDP Radio Megaplex in beautiful Raleigh, North Carolina. I am on the 137th floor that now has Wi-Fi. And if you climb to the top... <laughs> of the building and you climb the tallest part of the tallest tower on the tallest building in all of Raleigh, North Carolina. That's where our signal bounces across the land to another land, a Canadian land where on the top of Mount Ontario, living in a shack where she trains in her dungeon and comes up with quotes and does DDPY like a warrior that she is as my co-host. And I'm going to introduce you to her right now because she is at the crystal peak of the diamond mine Mountain of Ontario, the one, the only, Cristal, Cristal, Stuart, how are you? <laughs> it just goes from, it's going to be a good show because if things go off the rails before we even start, that's usually a pretty good sign. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah, yeah, well, that's, a, 
it, it did. It builds the adrenaline because I was about 10 seconds from going on the air and then I'm running out to the living room to check my connection. <laughs> so that kind of adren- adrenaline jump gives you a little bit of a rush. You know, yeah, it's like, it's like when, you know, actors or musicians, they have to kind of ride that lightning of energy before they go on stage. So they create the world of chaos around them. Uh, we're <laughs> like that, except not as famous or I'm not as good at my job as most rock stars. And, but, uh, <laughs> Anyways, how are you? Um, I'm good. It's been an interesting week, but you know, that pretty much all goes under the carpet because we have work to do. And what an awesome job we have. Yeah, well, I know that you're, you know, you got a lot going on. We all got a lot going on here in COVID, and I like to look forward to these shows because it's a little pocket of the world where we don't have to worry about what's going on. We just have to worry about the, the, the conversation and the chat and the inspiration in front of us. And I am hashtag blessed to uh, be able to share this microphone with you every week and have that break oh, uh, from reality where we get to laugh and have fun and be inspired and touched all at the same time. So it's a, it's a great asset. Yeah, I really enjoy it. I'm really, really grateful for tonight, for you running around, not tripping over the cord and landing on your face and unplugging the internet. That, that uh, I'm impressed. <laughs> well, I think it was Roger's fault this time. It just did not handle a positive a Roger compliment. Um, there you go. All right. So we're going to get down to business here. Um, yes. Oh, before we do, uh, before we do this, I'm going to bring on Roy in just a minute. Um, he's going to be an update guest, and, and every almost every show we, we talk about, you know, we have all these amazing guests and all these amazing stories, and uh, we, we say like, well, if you're gonna, if you're still, if you're gonna stick with this, if you're crushing it, we want to touch back in. We don't want to just have your story and just forget about you. We got an amazing group of people out there that have inspired a lot of people. But guess what? Two years later, three years later, one year later down the line, there's a whole lot of things you can accomplish and do in a year, and you have a whole another story to tell. So we're one of those shows that wants to keep in touch with uh, our stories. And uh, I think we're going to have another great update here tonight when we have uh, Roy on in just a few minutes. And uh, you did yeah. a great job pulling all this stuff together. Oh, thank you. Yeah, he's um, he's one of my favorite people. And I had the pleasure of meeting him, can you believe it, three years ago. It hardly seems wow. like that long ago. In Georgia, when we went to Summit, he was at Summit. And you know, it's really funny when you meet um, someone and you think, wow, you know, I, you just automatically feel comfortable with them. And Roy is just one of those people. He is an amazing person. And, you know, he's a great friend. And I'm so excited to talk to him again. And I just, I can't wait. I can't wait for you know, to hear what he's been up to. And it's, like I said, three years since Summit. It's been crazy. Wow. So I'm it, sure it, a it lot of different, different worlds. It's a different world three years ago. Can you, if you would have told sure three years ago, Crystal, what we'd be dealing with right now, it's like, it seems like another world. You know? Yeah, you know what? I just, it's been crazy. I mean, I, you know, had someone told me that I would have been locked up in isolation. I've been locked up since last March. Yeah. So, it's, you know, it's getting a little old. <laughs> yeah, it's it's been a rough one. It's been a rough one. I'm I'm sorry. I, I don't know if that dinging me into the air. Uh, 
my idiot friend Garrett is in group text is, is just blowing up my phone, even though they know I'm on the air every Wednesday at 9 p.m. Um, so, um, yeah, well, no, I, I didn't mean to interrupt you there. I just I was distracted by all the digging going on. Um, yeah, it's it's crazy to think about how, you know, I was, you know, there's been one thing. Since I lost my dad in, in December, we went up there for the funeral in December, and we came home, and just right when the COVID lockdown hit, and one of the weirdest things to me, and it's something I obsess over, which, you know, in the grieving process, you have a lot of different things. But one thing I can't wrap my yep. head around is I just want to tell my dad, you have no idea what's going on right now. Like, guess what's happening? Because whenever there was a storm or something crazy going on in the world, like he was the first person I'd call and we'd, come, we'd gossip about it or talk about it. So it's just so bizarre to me that he never got to see this world and he wouldn't believe it if he could. So it's just in the years since we've gone to, you know, his funeral and back, it seems like we're living on a different planet. It's kind of hard to wrap your head around. Yeah, you know, I'm still sitting in, I mean, obviously I haven't been out. I haven't done anything. Obviously we're not flying anywhere. I mean, if lockdown has taken on a whole new meaning. But, you know, it's, I don't know how we come back from all this. I don't know how I'm even wrapping my head around the normalcy of chaos at this point. It's just, it's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah it's, it's going to be hard to adjust back to normal. I think there are a lot of long-term um, uh, stuff going on because of this. I think it's going to change the way we interact. I think it's going to change the way we socialize. Um, yeah, yeah, it's going to be, it's going to be interesting, but you know what? We didn't think we'd be able to ever adjust to this, and we made it through to this far. So you know what? We'll just have to do it on the other end of this and and uh, find our way back, you know? Yeah, and, you know, it's kind of to bring this all back, you know, just it's amazing when you have people that you can pick up the phone and talk. I mean, you and I text each other and talk quite regularly, but... You know, it's amazing just to know that there's another person in the world that you can pick up the phone and or or text or whatever um, communicate mm-hmm. with. Because I mean, wow, this has been so isolating for so many people, and your mental health is taking a hit. I mean, I don't think humans are supposed to be locked up. I mean, we're social creatures, and and it's been it's been hard. I'm not gonna lie. Not gonna lie. Yeah. No, I I agree with you very much. So, and um, I'm about ready to just flee the nest at this point. But um, you know, yeah. But until we can, until we can all just kind of get back to a sense of normalcy, it's such a. I'm so grateful to have these you know shows, and we're gonna bring it Roy on in just a minute. Uh, real quick, I wanted to say, I started to say it, but then I got sidetracked and took the long way around again. So, <laughs> it's it's crazy because. You know, when I when you and I first started in DDP Yoga and DDPY, and you know this was such a different company. It was just it was just a small, basically two man operation, DDP and Robert yep. uh, McLaren. Robert, and yeah. it was so funny. I was putting on a movie the other day, um, Slam Dance. There's a movie called mm-hmm. 18th and Grand. It's this fantastic uh, documentary about the uh, Olympic Auditorium in Los Angeles. Um, and I got uh, lucky enough to see quite a few shows there. I know Garrett, you know, uh, used to go down there all the time. It's a great venue with a great wrestling history and boxing history. But this documentary came on, and it was it was just incredible. It was an amazing documentary. But I signed up for the Slam Dance like pass to kind of watch it early because they were having the film festival online. And I clicked the button with no even you know idea of DDPY who was doing anything with this. 
and I click the button, and before it comes on, it's DDP with a Bob Ross wig painting this photo, <laughs> and he turns to the camera and says, enjoy your presentation, and it's a picture of the DDPY diamond that he signed, and, and uh, I'm just like, what a crazy world that I just unprompted put on this movie, and then DDP's there sponsoring and, and just saying, you know, it's, it's just so bizarre to me, just... Because when we first started, I remember we had to explain to everyone who, oh, what do you do? Oh, the DDPY. Uh, what's that? And now it's become such yeah. a, a household name. It's weird that you don't even have to explain it anymore. It just pops up in front of movies that I'm randomly watching. Yeah, it's weird. I went to the grocery store and thought, oh, I usually have, you know, something on DDP, you know, when I go out. And I didn't really realize I was wearing a shirt that I got at Summit. And someone stopped me and said, oh, my gosh, you know about DDPY. I said, boy, do I ever. Um, And it was just, it was so weird just to be stopped because I've worn it a million times. And no one has said anything. But recently, everybody is seeing it. So it's weird. Oh, that's that's awesome. It's just become this universal brand, and we have so many community members that are just have so many success stories, and I'm so excited we get to talk about those every day. Um, to, to real quick to wrap this up, and then we're gonna grab uh, Roy. Um, you mentioned the DDPY brand. One, you know, one of my favorite things ever, and it doesn't really have anything to do with this, but you just made me think of it. I was bringing DDP to a, a TV station to do a, a big, you know, press thing. And we get to the front desk and this TV station has to be in my hometown where I grew up in Needham, Mass. So it was bizarre to me that I'm driving past the house I grew up in where I used to watch DDP and the Freebirds with DDP to bring them to the TV station. And we get in there, that was a subject, but we get in there and they're like, this is Diamond Dallas Page. And then she goes, oh, we heard about you. you you're, the, you're Jake the Snake's trainer. <laughs> and he Whoa. goes, Huh? <laughs> he's like, huh? He goes, oh yeah. And he's like, well yeah, I'm, I'm helping Jake get back on his feet and stuff. And all these like these pretty girls in the office are all coming out and they're like, he trained Jake the Snake, <laughs> and they're putting their arm around him. <laughs> it was the funniest thing in the world. He was like, wait a minute, I'm Diamond Dallas Page. I'm not Jake the Snake trainer. <laughs> so for the rest of for the rest of the trip, I just would I, I looked at him and you know every time I'd say, hey, did you know he's Jake the Snake's trainer? Just to random people on the street, he was getting so gruffy. <laughs> it was it was it was funny. But anyway, it's as a side story. I just I just made me awesome. think of that when you talked about people approaching you about your shirt. But all right, let's get right. down to business. I can't tell you when this guest was on last because I, I'm terrible with those memory dates, but I know that he was on uh, not too long ago. Um, and I know that he has a hell of a story and with the greatest of stories, we got to have an update. We got to have a follow up. We got to have a sequel. So what good is an origin story? What good is a superhero without a sequel and a cash in right. a sequel buck? So crystal, tell us who we got here tonight and who we got uh, coming back for uh part two. Uh, Roy Vix's Revenge, <laughs> Return of the Vix, <laughs> or, your French or what is have impeccable, you. By the way, <laughs> your French is awesome. <laughs> oh, so t- tonight our update on um, the Warrior of the Week is my friend Roy Vix, and I had the distinct pleasure to meet Roy when I flew to Georgia three years ago. Um, and go to Summit in 2018. And, you know, it's amazing when you meet that person that just leaves a mark 
and Roy was that person for me. He's an amazing person. He will give you the shirt off his back. He's just, you know, he's too cool for school, this one. And I'm really, really grateful to have him on, and I'm really, really excited to hear what he's been up to. So, yeah, let's um, let's welcome my friend Roy Vicks back to the show. Hello. 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 Hey, Crystal, happy friendiversary. Happy friendiversary to you, too. <laughs> three years ago, I think, uh, yeah, today, like today or yesterday, exactly. Yeah. Um, hanging yeah. out in the hallway in Georgia, yeah. Oh, it's well, hard to believe it's been that long. Yeah, and actually the last time, I think I've been on DDP radio three times. The last time was the night before the final summit because I had just got to Atlanta and yep. called you guys. So, yeah, that was the last one, and, and uh, it would be we should be having another one, like, right about now. Unfortunately, yeah. we're all just, you know. What do you do? I remember that. I remember you touching base from the hotel room. That's right. You're, you were just gotten to yep. town, right? Yep, that was it. Awesome. Well, we appreciate you coming back here and uh, making time for us again. You know, we're about four sequels deep now. I think we're about to go direct to video at this point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's do it. We'll do a, do a movie. Now. Um, well, so first things first. We already heard your uh, you heard you heard your uh, story. We already heard you know uh, in the past episodes. But give us a quick uh, recap of of how you got here and what you've done since the last time we talked to you. Um, well, I think um, I'm at a little over four years uh, solid with the program now. I'm no uh, Jesse Amaral, but um, you know I'm every 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 day, every other day. Um, CVPY is still literally the the foundation. I've always called it the foundation that I build every one of my you know goals upon, and it really is because so far since I started DDPY, I got two half Ironman races under my belt, and um, I got a full Ironman coming up in September. So um, constantly training for that, and matter of fact, tomorrow I took off work. Tomorrow I got a six-hour trainer bike ride. Um, cool. So <laughs> I worked out tonight, and it's good. It's my daughter's birthday tomorrow, so tonight we had cake, and I had two pieces. So uh, get rid of those tomorrow. But I'm I'm, yeah. I'm still uh, yeah I haven't I haven't let up even. And, and it um, it was a saving grace during lockdown, you know. Uh, our, all of our friends from the community, the trainers, the, the uh, all the certified instructors were all of a sudden figuring out, you know, hey, we got to do something. They got online, started doing these live workouts. So you were, it was really cool to like have them guys, you know, like Ben and and Paul overseas and. You know, they, these guys figured out a way for us to all get together and work out. And it was so, so cool. And some of them are still doing it. Like Ben uh, Ben Carson's got some great killer workouts in his group. And um, it's house. fun to do. So it's it's great. You know, and, 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 it, and it was. We kind of kept the ball rolling, kept the little family together. And in the four years I've been 
doing this, I still, still to this day, to like this morning, there's there's guys from the program that I speak to on a regular basis and um, touch base with constantly and keep them in touch. And I'm, I'm not a big um, social media guy, especially this past 12 months, like when all this started. And I don't know if you, you know, might've heard about the uh, right and left civil war that the United States has had for the past couple of years. Um, I didn't want to yeah. get involved in any of that. So <laughs> Um, I stayed off smart, of social very media a lot, but, but I, I checked in with the only reason I kept social media was for DDPY and my friends overseas, and that's the only reason. So I get on occasionally and check in and uh, see how everybody's doing, or I'll catch a workout, you know, and and uh, it's it's really the only reason I still have that stuff, and and that's what I've been up to training and. Uh, yeah, I remember the second Ironman I was doing, Dallas had called me, and um, I was in the garage riding my bike trainer. I was doing, like, another six-hour ride. And he, it was actually the first time he called me. I felt bad because he, he says, hey, you know, Roy, it's, it's DDP. I, I said, Dallas, it's, it's really cool you're calling me, but I'm in the middle of, like, a six-hour bike ride, and I'm not really sure what's going on right now. <laughs> and... Uh, <laughs> So I said, let, let me. I said, let me stomp and, and wipe the sweat off my face and, and drink some water. He's like, oh, do what you got to do. And he, you know, we started talking about Iron Man. And he was just blown away with that. And what I did was, I actually ha- have it hanging up in our our home gym. I brought the uh, my race bib number from Iron Man and had him sign it. And it was really cool because he was literally, you know, he got me there. That was crossing the Ironman finish line was like the the icing on the cake after I lost 85 pounds with BDPY. So, what does an Ironman so entail? Was, um, well, I did two half Ironmans. Uh, those, those are 70 milers, uh, a mile and oh, a quarter in the, in the water, 57 on the bike, and then 13-mile run. So, and you got eight and a half hours to do it. So in September, I'll do 140. I'll do two and a quarter in the water, 112 on my bike, and a 26-mile run in 17 hours. So wow, that's the big one. <laughs> and, after and, that, and, and you're doing this done. And you're doing this voluntarily? This isn't some, like, third-world punishment? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know. It might be some sort of usually during oh, wow. I think it's during the race I usually think it's some sort of punishment <laughs> and I wow. you know you go to some pretty pretty dark places and uh and I've actually I've heard from Dallas a few times since and um actually most recently over the holidays and he was he's asking you know so what's next and I said the big one you know the big big one that's the full Ironman is like the Super Bowl for you know, triathlon, and I, he, you know, he asked, you know, what do you, you know, what's training like, and I was like, well, you know, it's a DPY, you know, three, four, five times a week, and plus everything else, like, it, it literally is, there's no other way to explain it, it's the, it's the foundation of the house, and, you know, without it, I don't think I'd be able to do this stuff, you know, and, and when, when are you doing your Ironman? Your next one? Uh, September September twelfth, and it's in Madison, Wisconsin. So I got to drive up there. Wow, that's that's impressive, man. That's really incredible. Yeah. 
So I got some time. I'm, I'm still about 20 pounds over my race weight, which is normal. Um, so I'll, I'll slim down a little bit more. And, uh, by that time, but you know, I'm still, I'm comfortable and I did have two pieces of cake tonight so I can, there's always some, uh, there's, there's always some, I, some room to, room to play. Can I rewind for one second when you, you, you know, at the beginning of this conversation, you talked about DDPY being the foundation for, for everything, you know, I thought that was such an incredible statement because I've told people this, you know, before, uh, you know, you learned a lot about the workouts, you learned about eating and stuff, but the mentality of DDPY I think is what serves me most in my life. I've learned so many ways of dealing with people, dealing with life issues from just being around the, you know, the DDPY and, and Dallas and everything. It's a unique way to look at the world as a unique perspective and, and it shapes a lot of how I live my life to this day. And, and when you put it that way, I thought it was pretty interesting and profound because it does carry over. And, and, and do you find that you kind of approach a lot of different aspects of your life, you know, through the lens of the way uh, DPY is presented in Dallas's, uh, you know, uh, you know, teachings and stuff. Oh yeah. Without a doubt. I mean, a hundred percent. Absolutely. And um, I was in the army a long time, within 10 years. I got out in um, 2003 and that was, it was after that I put on all my weight and, you know, got up over 300 pounds and, and um, you kind of, you know, you still have that person inside of you somewhere. And sometimes it takes somebody saying some things to you to pull it out and, and get you to start thinking that way again. And that's, that's where DDPY came in and the philosophy behind it and uh, just believing that, hey, you know, I can do this stuff. I'm capable of doing this stuff. And then tapping into, you know, in my case, the, the soldier, you know, I had to find that guy again. And I, I knew darn well where he was. And, uh, you know, it just took a little push. And, and then this crazy ex, you know, wrestler yelling at you, you know, and, um, and it worked. <laughs> And so I still, yeah, every day, every single day. And even tomorrow, about four hours into that bike ride, I'm going to be mad at the world. I'm going to want to, you know, kick that bike over and just go down and sit on the couch. But, you know, there'll be that voice that says, wait a minute, you know, you got this, you've done this before, you can do this. You know, and and, uh, that's, that's what it is. That's the foundation. And it's always there. It's always going to be there. And it's uh, one of the greatest things have you know I think it's it's always been really amazing because you've always been that person for me that even when I have the slightest inkling of doubt about myself you always I always have your voice in the back of my head saying you know what you can do this all you have to do is pick yourself up and do it so that's what I expect you to do go do it so you know (laughs) It just goes to prove that, you know, this is just more than just a workout system. And when I stop and I think about um, connection and just, you know, all the people that you come across over the years, I my brain goes to you. I automatically think of you. And I, I think and I always thank my lucky stars that I met you because, you are just one of those incredible people for me. And I know for many people that you are a motivator and you're an inspiration. And wow, I mean, 
you're just an amazing person, and I'm so grateful that we're friends. Oh, well, the feeling is mutual. Like I told you today, I Aww. think the same way. And um, But I, I did get the um, um, the nickname in the DDPY community a few years back. I'm the Iron Chaplain. And um, Duane Raboli gave me that name, and I'll never forget it. Because, <laughs> you know, um, I am a, a, a missionary. Me, my wife and I are both uh, missionaries. Matter of fact, we're getting ready to go back to Africa in April, and we're excited because we haven't been able to go back in over a year. So we're excited. So I, I do make it a point, even though I'm not a social media guy, I will kind of um, troll, if you will. I'll get in the DDPY yep. group, and I'm, I'll just kind of look for somebody and – I'll read some of the things and I'll, and I'll shoot them a quick message and just say, Hey, you know, um, you may not ever hear from me again, but I just want to tell you this. And, and uh, or I'll, I'll send them a before and after picture and say, you know, this is me. I weighed more than you do, you know, and, uh, and, and here's what I did. You know, you can do that. And especially like the, the veteran guys and stuff. And I'm looking forward to one day, you know, uh, hopefully soon going up and, and doing some workouts with uh, Roman Roselle doing the, his warrior's purpose and, and um, can't wait to, you know, somehow just go up and get a workout in with him. And, and so I, I will kind of make it a point to check in the DDPY group, which is not just with people I know, but, but people that might be fighting with something and, and tell them, yes. Hey, you know, uh, you, you can do it. You know, just don't tell yourself that you can't. I mean, I think one of the most amazing things about you is, you know, you believe in absolutely everyone's ability to get where they need to be. And sometimes we all just need that person that just just pushes us through sheer belief that we can do it. And, I mean, you're amazing. Well, thank you very much. And we do. You're absolutely, you're absolutely right. We do need somebody, even if even if it's a perfect stranger, um, and just say, hey, you know, you got it. And, and I'll also look out for people that aren't real happy with, you know, like the weight loss. Some people don't need to be skin and bones to feel successful. Yeah. Um, you know, they, there might be somebody who wants to lose 10 pounds, you know, and they'll be perfectly yeah. happy, you know. Um, technically right now in my eyes, I'm 20 pounds overweight because I'm not even close to my uh, Ironman race weight. But I know I got a long time to get there, and you know, with the work and stuff, it'll be gone. Without, I don't even have to try anymore. It just, it just goes. Um, but a lot of people, you know, they can't get that first five or ten pounds, and it's heartbreaking. And that's why, even still, this day in the beginning, I made it a point to do little, tiny, attainable goals, step by step. Five pounds, five pounds, five pounds. I didn't go. Well, I want to lose eighty-five pounds. Because that, that's a hard hill to climb. So yeah. You say, you say I'm going to do I'm going to do five, and then I'm, oh I'm going to do five more. So. Well, the the weight too, and you know you see this a lot when people are first you know trying to get the hang of this. You know the weight is kind of can be discouraging sometimes. And but you know I always tell people if you did DDPY for thirty days and you didn't lose a single pound. You still did 35, uh, 30 days of DDPY. You're a healthier person because of it. Your body is healthier. You know, there's 
I always say I'd rather have a thousand failures than one excuse because at least with a thousand failures, you try it a thousand times. Like that's what counts. And, and yeah. I, even if you, you don't get to your goals or whatever, you don't hit that weight goal or whatever it is, that's 30 days or, or however long of just getting off your ass, getting on the mat and working out and you're a healthier person because of it. So there's a lot of win, even though uh, those goals don't necessarily get met. Yeah, it it all adds up. And I'm, I'm a a big fan of the saying, you know, if you take care of the pennies, the dollars will take care of themselves. And if you mm-hmm. do get on the mat and and, and the um, the weight's not falling off and you see all these other people that are having such success, you're still doing it. And I told somebody a couple of years ago online um, that you have to look at it from a different angle. You're You're doing – workouts in your living room that professional athletes are doing. They're doing the same thing. They're following the same program. Uh, Pro wrestlers are doing the same thing you're doing in your living room. You're doing it, you know, and, and that's a big deal. Like uh, it's something that anybody can do. And then once you start hitting those little goals, you know, the pennies start adding up and then the dollars will take care of themselves. And then the diet's a big deal. You know, you don't have to eat carrots and lettuce every day, but, you know, cut out sodas, cut out candy, you know, don't have two pieces of birthday cake on your daughter's birthday. <laughs> you know, maybe just, maybe just one. <laughs> so, you know, it's the little stuff and it adds up. Like you said, it adds up. If you do it for 30 days, you still did it. You still knocked it out. And then the next, 30 days is probably when, you know, stuff will start really coming together. You start fine-tuning how your body feels. Right. I think that's a a really important point that you've made that, you know, you'll reap the benefits if you put in the effort, but that's the thing. I mean, sometimes you have to retrain your mindset in order to believe that you can actually do the thing that's going to get you to where you need to be. And I know, and I know how hard that is. Some days are so hard, especially now with all this lockdown nonsense. I mean, it's been really difficult mentally. It's been incredibly taxing that, you know, Oh, I'll do it tomorrow because I'm not doing anything then either. But you know, if it's, it's weird. I mean, your mindset is just as, you know, just as big of a hurdle as anything, I believe. Yeah. In, in, I've always thought my mind is the hardest muscle to work. Yep. Mm-hmm. True. <laughs> Especially when you're as hard headed as me. No, it, it's true. And, you know, we talked about the, 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 uh, the mindset of DDPY. And I think that's what the game changer is for so many people is you learn to get your head straight before you can get your body straight. And, I, you know, before I came into the DDPY community, a lot of that positive thinking, like self-help kind of thing, I'd kind of roll my eyes at, you know, because it does come across hokey sometimes. I always thought like the Stuart Smalley of SNL and all that stuff. Yeah. But exactly. the reason it, it's hokey, but it works. And if you actually get your head in a place where you're starting, you know, to feed your, your brain positive messages instead of negative, your world will change. And as corny as campy as it can be, they work. 
And I think that sometimes the corniness is a detriment to a lot of those self-help things because there's a lot of good messages in there that's kind of wrapped up in a you're good enough and smart enough and doggone it, people like you kind of stuff. (laughs) But my my life changes for the better when my head is in the right place, and that's just always true. Like uh, universally for me. Yeah, it's the. It's, um, I'm a firm believer. It's the first thing you got to do in the morning. I've I've always said I, I've even before DDPY, even in the army and and afterwards, I've always said that I I feel bad for the person that wakes up in the morning and starts complaining. Um, yep. If you just wake up and go, man, I slept good, or you know, even something, you know, man, my hair looks good today, you know, or. If you start off with something good, then nine times out of ten, it's going to go in your direction. It's going to go your your way. It'll be a decent day. But if you wake up just cussing the alarm clock, and you know you get mad, you get mad, you got to go to work, and then that's that's how your day is going to be. And I've I've always believed that. I think though, I mean, I can't I can't speak for anyone, but I know for me, um, being locked up forever I mean simple things like that have taken on a whole new I don't know a whole new level of gratitude so you know where I used to kind of moan and complain about oh I gotta go to the grocery store and I've got to do this and I gotta do that now now that's a big deal because you know you get to go out I mean you you have to take precautions mind you but I mean just to participate in life I mean other than you know just kind of sitting and just hoping that everything works out and goes away I mean I'm a human doing not a human being and I this has been hard for someone like me yeah it certainly has been you know hard I I hear lots and lots of stories and you know it certainly wasn't easy for us but we've when it all started, you know, we kind of sat down, my wife and I, and we had, you know, um, we were in the process of buying a house when all this started, and we were like, what are we going to do? And then there was layoffs at work, and, you know, that was stressful. Of course, I, I didn't get laid off neither did she, but, um, you know, we were like, what's going to happen if we do? And um, But then we, we tried to figure out, like, our our place in the middle of all this and what we were supposed to do. And right. we felt pretty pretty strongly that we were supposed to be the positive voice, like in our families and neighborhood and community, and just tell people, you know, look, we're, you know, we're going to get through this, and, and don't let it, don't let it beat you, up, you know. And so that's what we did. We we, we had to go full blown, um, positively unstoppable, even when it was hard at home. Um, we tried to be the the calm, smiling, you know, positive voice the best we could. And, and don't under. Uh, oh, sorry, Chris. Go ahead, Mike. No, go ahead. No, I was just saying. I was just saying. Don't don't underestimate uh, how valuable that is too. You know, the past several years has been so much negativity just everywhere. Everyone is against everybody, and uh, you know that kind of. Uh, Nonpartisan positivity, just like treating everybody well, and just, just uh, really, it's it's so valuable and appreciated nowadays. 
Yeah, it means a lot, and it's and it's good. You know, there's been some good things too. We've been seeing, you know, in our community down here and and on the Gulf Coast, we, you know, neighbors were coming together and people were starting to, you know, kind of care about what was going on. And and then of course in the middle of it in September we had Hurricane Sally went right over the top of our town. So you know <laughs> then in the middle of this we had to deal with that and you know there were trees on top of houses and we had to help people and and it was um we're like you know what next and so um and we're still you know like let's just keep smiling through this and and do what we can to help people and and that's all we you know my wife and I that's all we want to do we're we're servants and we we want to help people that's why we go overseas and that's why we're going back to Africa in April. My wife's a nurse practitioner, so we hold um, little medical clinics in these villages, and the people over there are our family, and we love them. And we're so excited to finally, you know, we should have been there a couple times by now. We're ready to go back and and start helping again. And we've, you know, we've been waiting and waiting and waiting. And, and the, the thing about, like, all this pandemic stuff, we were getting a lot of messages from our friends overseas and um, a lot of them, the only way they can communicate is on social media because they, uh, they can get social media on their little phones and they were telling us how worried they were about us, like the people in the United States and North America. So we were, that's when it kind of, we realized that like the whole world was kind of watching us because there was so much going on in 2020 and we're like wow these people in the third world country five hours from anything are worried about us so it it started to really kind of put things in perspective so we just kept driving on and had to keep doing it that's that's it's crazy how for probably the first time in human history we're all undertaking the same disaster We're, we're all in the same boat you know yeah. across the globe like it's kind of fascinating to think there's always like pockets of, of tragedy and disaster and we're going through this together this is you know it's so relatable across uh, you know country lines and, and oceans and stuff probably for the first time ever we're all experiencing this yeah the whole world so we're all in the same situation yeah, yeah it's unbelievable. I, I crazy think- I seen something on the news when all of this, I don't know, I think that there was only, you know, I think the the count was that 5,000 people had sadly passed to tell you how long ago that was, but they had made a point and said, by the time this is all said and done, that the world as a whole will know someone who has lost someone. And I thought that that was such a horrible thing you know, to realize that, you know, everybody is going to lose somebody. Yeah. As a matter of fact, I, I remember that about that same time we had heard like the same yeah. thing. We we actually talked about that. And my, my wife said, you know, soon we're going to know somebody. And yeah. sure enough, you know, we have, we have, we, we know several, you know, oh, sorry. Um, so, um, you know, or, you know, fam friends the you know family members and like the, you're connected to somebody somehow and um and my wife's a nurse practitioner so she was in the face of this thing um since day one so we've been real careful and and just doing what we have to do 
but at the same time, like not giving up and not uh, worrying and not letting other people worry and still try to be that that candle in the dark. You know, <laughs> I well, you know, I yeah. like to say when the when 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 the world is dark, try to be the candle. You know. <laughs> And that it's true, and, and you know, with all of this, you know, tragedy and, and heartache and destruction and despair going on, you know, when we're through with this, there's going to be a real great opportunity, and people can either use yep. it to divide them, and and or we can use it to come together and rebuild. Because I think the world really is going to, uh, you know, the, the future of the world is going to depend on a lot of people putting in effort to, to kind of help change things and help rebuild things and, and help people recover and, and come back from this. And, and it's going to, it's going to take all of us to do our part. And, and you yeah. go into, you know, across the seas with your wife and, and doing all that work. And, you know, there's, there's something we can all do at home, even if it's just keeping our own glass tree, uh, grass, you know, yard clean you know being there for people and, and the people you care about affecting people nearby even if it's just being positive or uh we're, we're gonna need each other going forward and the way this world is so split right now it's it's not lending itself to that kind of uh you know comeback for us so we really got to just be there for people no matter if they're different or they think different or if they you know believe different than you it's going to take a group effort to kind of rebuild this and it's an opportunity for all of us to really um kind of connect it on the human level again yeah, you're absolutely right. I, I think people, you know, generally the people that I talk to, uh, I know a lot of people, talk to a lot of people about this stuff all the time, and people are kind of ready to do that. Like they're ready to start kind of putting things back together. And I think we're on the back side of this. So, um, you know, that, that part will come. But if, you know, to really spin the table here, uh, it starts with taking care of us. So yeah. if, if you're not where you need to be, whether it be physically or mentally, you're not going to do much good for somebody else. And um, I think if if you remember in my story in the beginning, I was, uh, I have a ministry where I speak to a lot of men and do a lot of like uh, conferences and stuff and speaking events. And I was telling, you know, hundreds and hundreds of guys sitting in front of me how to be, a better man when I was up there 300 pounds and completely miserable with myself. And uh, I was saying, how can I be a leader? You know, so it starts with, uh, you know, getting on the mat and, and working out and feeling good about yourself or, or, you know, that uh, daily mental affirmation in the morning saying, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to help somebody today. I'm going to be, I'm going to be an encouragement. I'm going to be a life, you know, and, uh, yeah, if we're going to do this and rebuild and get back up on our feet, um starts right there with the person in the mirror. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. And, I mean, I think it, it was – I think for me, I had to – in order to be a better person, I had to learn to be okay with vulnerability. I had to be okay with asking people for help if I didn't know how to do something or, you know, something along those lines. But I, you have to be open to the change. You can't always fight the change because eventually you'll just get so stuck and disconnected that, I mean, look look where we are. It'll beat you up. Yeah, yeah, exactly. 
you know, it's, it's a great point, Crystal. You know, you, you got to be open to a lot of change. You got to be open to a lot of progress. And, and I think that we're all ready to kind of, it's been an ugly few years. And I think it's, it's time that we start connecting with our neighbors again. And I can't wait to be in a place where I can do DDPY with a bunch of crazy DDPY people. Uh, in a building somewhere or a summit somewhere or a vacation somewhere. Uh, I, I, you know, I crave, I actually crave seeing all you knuckleheads in public for some reason. My, it really Great. is enjoyable. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, well, it, I can't it. wait to do that. And I think that it's, you know, on the other side of this thing, we're going to be, uh, we're going to be ready to go and we're going to be grateful, grateful to be here, grateful for, for our help, our health and uh, grateful for the ability to, uh, you know, do this and, and be in this community and, and, you know, people like you, uh, Roy, who uh, have been here for so long and helped out a lot of people and, you know, found a way through all of this, you know, with the, with the workouts online and so many people, I, I gotta be honest with you at first, when I'd see these zoom shows or zoom things, I'd be like, Oh, it just seems like a lot of work for, for barely any reward. These are terrible. But it, you know, when you see like the TV shows happening over zoom, like a, a, the office or whatever, I'm like, eh, it just, it doesn't. but I, I learned to appreciate that we kept an effort up through all of this. It would have been easier just to not do anything, but we found a way we kept an effort up. And after a while, I realized how beautiful of a thing that was that through all of this, uh, you know, uh, you know, shutdown and, and, uh, you know, this community, if you will, we found a way to, you know, get in touch with each other and make some sense of normalcy out of it. And I think that's beautiful. And I think it's one of the reasons we all survived this. I don't know. I, I could have done this without having some kind of effort on other people to make a difficult, uh, even though the connection was difficult, we all made a connection and made an effort to make some kind of normalcy out of it. And I think that's a, a beautiful thing to tag on to this era of the world. Absolutely. But, people figured out a way to adapt and overcome and succeed while being locked up in their house. <laughs> React, yeah, adapt, uh, breathe, and take action. Yeah, yeah and exactly. I think, yeah, I mean, you know, to be adaptable doesn't mean that you quit. It means that you keep trying. And I think this is where, and I mean, a lot of people, I think a lot of us who have been around Dallas, and DDPY for a while have just got ingrained into us. But for a lot of people, you know, they don't get it. But you're not going to get ahead if you just quit. You're going to stay yep. where you are. So a lot of us just refuse, refuse to just stay put. And that's a wonderful thing. Absolutely. I'm one of them. Me too. Well, it, it's, I'm, I'm glad you came back with us uh, this week and gave us an update. Gave us, a, you know, we touched uh, touch base once again. Your your story is awesome, and you're a, you know a positive uh, contrib- speak, contribute contributor to the community. Mm-hmm. And it's it's a valuable voice to have somebody who's who's there and positive, and um, uh, we appreciate uh, all of it. And uh, I love that you're you're out there. You know, you're not just uh, you know complaining on online or telling people that they need to help fix the world. You're out there fixing the world yourself and, and helping contribute. You know, boots on the ground, not just uh, you know tapping the keyboard. That's that's an incredible thing. And if you uh, if you ever decide to be a wrestler, I'm going to give you a freebie: the grappling chaplain. <laughs> <laughs> Done deal. You can have that. 
You can have that. <laughs> okay. Oh. Done deal. Uh, I'm gonna, we'll we'll see, see if I can get a job up there with uh, Dallas and the boys. Well, I love it. You know, thank you. Thank you for what you do. Uh, is there anything you want to plug before you go? Your your website, any you know your uh, your missions thing, uh, social media, anything? Uh, no, uh, no, none of that. everybody else knows. Everybody knows where to find me, and and uh, everybody knows my name. And, and if uh, I always tell people, even if you don't know me, you know, shoot me a message, uh, you know, on Facebook or something. If you you know, need a little help or, or need a little or need a little word. Um, if, it, if I don't get to you right away, I'll get to you. Um, and uh, if I plug anything, uh, pray for me in September in Madison, Wisconsin. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, we'll have to get, we'll have to get uh, um, you know, back with you after that and uh, after they scrape you out of your bed for a, for a month after where, where I would be. <laughs> yeah. But uh, we'll have to talk to you and see how that went because I'm excited to hear. And, and uh, good luck, man. That's a... Man, I can't even wrap my head around that. Like, <laughs> I'm just—it's impressive. So, good luck, man. Well, you—you you guys will be the first to know how it goes. I'll keep you posted along awesome. the way. Please, I love it. Please I love do. It. Um, well, right before you. you go, I just—I just want to say thank you for coming into my life and being one of my very dear friends. I—I I appreciate you, and I'm just grateful to share the world with you. So, thank you. Thank you, my friend. Right back at you, kid. Anytime. Oh, you're the best. Love you. Okay, guys. See you. Thank Love you. you guys, too. See ya. Appreciate it, man. Yeah. Thank you so much. Wow, what a, that was a, another you. fun episode. Uh, what, a, what a cool guy, man. He's doing a lot of cool things. So uh, we appreciate him coming back and checking in with us for uh, for another time. And uh, we'll, we'll make, the next sequel, we'll make sure to, uh, which we should include Dwayne The Rock Johnson. We every, Everyone works him into a sequel <laughs> eventually. We'll put him in there with exactly. us. So, uh, all right. Well, that was a great uh, conversation, great show, and uh, thank you, Crystal, for all the, the heavy lifting you do and getting these guests together and putting everything uh, responsibly together. I, as you know, by the beginning of the show, I kind of fly by the seat of my pants quite often with this. So you're my uh, you're you're my uh, Yoda who just comes in and funnels it all into some. I've never seen Star Wars legitimately, and I've made like four Star Wars references today. So I don't even know what I'm talking about, but um, I'm the one guy that's never seen Star Wars. Oh, but um, you make all me right. so happy. <laughs> oh, likewise. I'm just a, I'm just a goof. So all right, there you go. Let's uh, let's fire us on out of here with a uh, a killer quote to kind of blast us off into next week. Let's get this thing going and. Uh, the Canadian quote master, I ask you to unleash one of your dungeon quote master uh, suppliers and uh, read us some good quotes. This is a good one. This one's going to stick with you all week. I guarantee it. No one else is supposed to understand your calling. It wasn't supposed to be a conference call. I'm going to think about that for a minute. I'm breaking that one down. I like it. It takes a minute. I like when it. You're, maybe when you're reading yeah, it, but when I'm listening to it, it takes a minute, but that's a good one. I like that. Hmm, I like you that. Good one. You're, right, you're right. That's sticking with me. No, yeah, hit me with that one more time, and then we'll get out of there. Sure. No one else is supposed to understand your calling. It wasn't supposed to be a conference call. It's even better the second time around. I love it. There you no, go. That's a good one. And by Thank popular you. demands, 
Last week, we got like 300 letters and 700 phone calls saying Chris wants to do the, uh, the outro again because she crushed it. And you just, <laughs> no, you just and Mike, Mike just rumbles and rambles and clumsily trips over the outro. And so they've asked me to let you kind of go do the outro again. So uh, the, the uh, listeners, of course, mm-hmm. are always right. So I'm going to say on three, two, one, and roll it. Thanks so much, everyone, for joining us tonight at DDP Radio, and we will see you next week with a brand-new guest. And, of course, you'll have Mike and I. Have a fantastic week, and we'll see you then. Oh, yeah! <laughs> it today, man. That was a great workout, man. The powerbomb set up by Paige. Oh, oh, diamond Cutter! I don't believe it! Diamond Cutter out of the powerbomb! Going You've been listening to DDP Radio. Tune in again next week for another edition of DDP Radio with more great guests, inspiration, and news from Diamond Dallas Page and Team DDP Yoga. Keep up all the great work and most importantly, own your life. This has been a presentation of DDP Yoga and Blog Talk Radio.